One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the froth, a place to let your brain. Slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. The, the Froth! This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Kiri Pritchard-McLean, who joined us remotely from a farm in North Wales. And this week, Barry Castagnola is producing. As he does every week. <laughs> Barry Castagnola is the producer. He is the producer, but last week he was also the special guest. True, last week he was... The first two weeks he was a special guest, and this week he's just the producer. He's just the producer. I mean, it's not just the producer. I mean, it's a, I mean he does it's more big, that. It's a big job. Yeah. But it's not as big a job as being the producer and being the special guest. Which is what he does sometimes. Right, we cleared that up. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. For froth's sake, the froth includes listener correspondence for the first time, and the results are hashtag total shit. <laughs> They're not that bad. They're pretty bad. Squirrel Askins. Comedian Andy Askins explains why he started making pub-style picnic tables for squirrels. Sweet dreams are made of this. Rapper Drake spends £300,000 on a mattress, complete with built-in champagne bar. Rod's dreams are made of piss. Rod spends no pounds on a mattress, complete with built-in urine. Urine. Piss. We. Yes, thanks. Sean considers leaving Rod. <laughs> and no sex, please, with daytime TV presenters. TV's Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford in No Sex Sex Party Shocker. And listeners can't believe what they've heard. Or haven't heard. And those were the headlines. Special guest this week is Kerry Pritchard McLean, yeah. uh, and we will get her on in just a minute. First, before we do, let's have a quick look at any social media. Yeah, I've um, been on social media. What, is, what have the listeners got to say? God, what have they got to say for themselves? Then I know I'm going to regret this. Inviting listeners to get involved. I mean, don't get me wrong, you can at the Froth Podcast, but um, that's not exactly inviting. Is well. I'm sort of in two minds, really. I, I keep saying, get in touch at the Froth Podcast, but I know how disappointed it's going to be. <laughs> well, go on, what are they saying? Uh, well, we've had a few... Well, we've had somebody text us about Pull the Frother One. Uh, pull the Frother One. That we've means... got a lot of froth-based features on this show. Pull the Frother One is where... No way did that happen. Oh, yeah, we don't believe... They, they Either a story they don't believe or a, a story we don't believe yeah. from them. We've got one from Jojo. Go on, it. Uh, my trousers fell down in front of my boss, don't a man... It. 
Pardon? Don't believe it. <laughs> Pull as, the frother one. As I walked down the stairs in front of him. Okay. So her trousers fell down. Right. How do you know it's a girl? I, it's Jojo. That could be a man, couldn't it? No. Nope. Either way, her trousers fell down in front of her boss. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Great. Glad, yes. we, glad we got this feature going. <laughs> Have you ever done Absolute that? Absolute waste of time. Have you ever seen that? Of course not. What do you mean? It didn't happen. Well, it's a perfect candidate for pull the frother one because I don't even believe it. You don't why would believe you trou- Why would your trousers fall down? It's not a black and white movie. I, <laughs> I <laughs> once, I was once moving. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was once moving house, and uh, my friend's father, who hasn't, <laughs> who takes himself quite seriously, let's put it that way, and was carrying a wardrobe <laughs> up the stairs whilst his trousers fell. Oh, down. I remember you telling me this. And it's his one trousers, of yeah. the funniest things I've ever seen. Well, people's trousers falling down. <laughs> Is funny. It's old school. But I'm not sure I believe it. It's really old school. Although it did happen to you, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. What else have we got? Okay. Uh, we've got um, one from John Tomlinson. I went for a cycle and a massive fly flew into my mouth. Pull the frother one. Who, nobody, who would swallow a fly unless you're an old lady in a nursery rhyme? A few seconds later, I felt <laughs> a massive blue bottle climbing up my throat and appeared back in my mouth and oh. promptly flew out of my gob. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the froth one. I don't well, what, what category does he put that in? Is I that, don't is that think there is a category. Froth off or, or I'm not even sure fro- if he meant to send this to us. Froth the love of God. Oh, listen, <laughs> half the things, I've seen the things you're getting on social media, half of them, I yeah. had to reply to somebody and said, I think you want the environment agency. <laughs> it, was at, it was saying, it said, I said, hey, get in touch, everybody, at the Froth Podcast, get in touch with the things that you're, uh, you know, frothing at the mouth about. And somebody, somebody started going on about uh, the fact that it hadn't rained much and yet there were droughts. And I was like, I think you need the environment agency they were like oh thanks very much <laughs> yeah maybe we should be clear that we'd really like amusing stories yeah. although well, that, that quite is amazing. that's that, quite that amusing fly I've, yeah, that I've is, never yeah. heard of a fly climbing back up and and flying off what's the one where people have done things uh wrong froth ups froth, how do you uh, keep on top of this I, it's easy it's not difficult froth ups <laughs> is when people have done something wrong a right. gaff or a mishap right pull the frother one is when it's something we don't believe Dave Lee froth is tailored to debauchery oh my god frothing ventured frothing gained but you is don't, when you've taken you, a risk on. and it paid off you don't remember froth what we Matthew did you hey, got no respect you don't remember what so we did yesterday touching froth is a touching story I, I don't remember what I did, did yesterday did you memorise all of these yeah that's what I was doing yesterday is it <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously though, you don't, you don't remember like the name of my friends. I can't remember your name. <laughs> exactly. What? What's my name? Uh, <laughs> Listen froth. To this. Oh no, it's nothing to do with froth. Uh, and Haratlau <laughs> says uh, accidentally poured cat biscuits into my bowl. Oh, start again. What? The beginning bit. I missed the beginning. And Haratlau. Right, that's what I missed. And Haratlau. And Harad. That's a beautiful Welsh name. Yes, it's lovely. Um, accidentally poured cat biscuits into my bowl instead of granola this morning and didn't notice until I took my first mouthful. Pull the frother one. Yeah, or fro- uh, <laughs> That's froth not a froth. I don't froth believe ups. that either. Why They're not? a bunch of lying oh, bastards, our listeners. Tell I knew this would happen. Take that back. Scum. Come on. Blocked. Take it back. Just write scum Ooh, blocked on, in capitals. <laughs> blocked uh, scum and had a flow. Hang on. in uh, English is lion. Or, as I say it, liar. <laughs> there we go. I sorted that out. Blocked. <laughs> Right, let's bring in our uh, special guest for this week, who's Kiri Pritchard-McLean. Barry, can you get her on the line? There she is. Hi, Kiri. Hey, love. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, Sean, are you okay. having a wine? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're having a little glass of wine, yeah. yeah it's not a little glass of wine. It's one of those middle-class goldfish bowl ones that you get from John Lou. It is. It's one of those novelty, can you get a whole wine, bottle of wine into a glass? Listen, enough of that. We've got a lot to get through. Check this one out. This is one of the main stories of the week. I have trawled the world for frothy stories from across the globe, so you don't have to. This morning's Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford went to a sex party, but, and I quote, were thrown out before anything happened. <laughs> That's your first frothy story. Okay. Have you ever been to a sex party? Um, no. Why'd you have to think about it that long? Have you been, Kerry? Well, that I'm was also back to that. a been... no that was a yes as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were... Yes, Kerry, yeah. No, but like, have I been to a party that had sex in it? Or was it no, advertised that... as a sex party? Not... Nobody's asking you if you've been to a party where somebody had sex. <laughs> right, good. This is a sex party. Right. I think advertising it is pretty crude. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been to a sex party? No. A party where people go... No. Mainly. No. Right. No, because sex is something nice that happens if it's a good party. You don't go there for the sex. I thought you were going to say some, something <laughs> nice about me there. You go, no, <laughs> sex is something that nice that happens. I thought you were going to say between a married couple. Between two people who love each other two very people, much. Exactly. Not no. a really good party. It's just a really good party. <laughs> have you ever been to a sex party, Kerry? Feel free. You don't have to answer this, by the way. Um, but you I haven't, okay. but uh, oh. Sean and I uh, share an Oh, hang on. And oh, what? And our agent used to um, work when she worked in sales. The couple she used to live with her boss and his wife, and they used wow. to have sex parties. And she said that she would make all the snacks. So she said, "I'd just come sort of whizzing in with a tray of samosas between all these bobbing asses." It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so when really? she talks about like this other world that she used to inhabit, and also there's a promoter uh, on the Northwest Comedy Circuit who runs sex parties. And he was once when I was a very new act, he was. A gig in the audience, and one of the acts asked him, He said, You run sex parties? He said, Do you charge to get in? And he says, Yeah, I charge him a fiver, and that gets you nibbles as well. Can you imagine <laughs> the kind of nibbles you'd have at an orgy? Oh my god, for a fiver, all in, including <laughs> the food. How much is it to get in if you do don't have food? Do you know what I can't get past though? <laughs> a, well, A, I'm a bit upset that, that I would probably have done gigs for that promoter, having been around a long time in comedy, and I was never inv- never invited to any sex parties. No. That's my that's one of my beefs. Yeah, that my is. My second one is if you were having a sex if you were asked to do the if I was asked to do the nibbles for a sex party, right? <laughs> I think I would go They wouldn't ask you, love. Mo- all right. <laughs> Not for the nibbles <laughs> or the sex. Hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetical. I have, I have, for some reason. The last party we went to, Rod cooked a chili and spent too long cooking rice in the party. I deny. (laughs) I I didn't do rice. Remember, everyone remembers the rice, but I didn't do any. Way too much rice. Everyone's this week on WhatsApp. Talking point. On this this week on WhatsApp, everybody's been accusing me about doing the rice wrong. I didn't even make rice. There was no rice. I would never make rice for forty people. I'm not insane. There's loads of photographs of Rod. There's not no photographs There's of me. There's photographs and rice. of Rod holding rice at a party. Yeah, it's photographs of me up to my knees in a paddy field, isn't it? Collecting the rice. Look, the point is, if hypothetically I was asked to do the nibbles for a sex party, I would just go, just tuck, just chuck crisps in a bowl. Nobody's going to care. They're well, not going for the dinner. I wouldn't go, I know. I'll, I'll spend the afternoon making samosas. Well, well, <laughs> if you, you had... do that? 
if a member of your staff lived in your house, then you could just disp- go, go to Iceland, here's 20 quid, shake a load of brown things on a tray. But you are so right because <laughs> the guy who charges a fiver in also has nibbles at all his gigs. And what he does is, and this is how you know he runs orgies because this is perverse, he has a bowl of, cr- uh, of crisps on the table and he mixes two flavours in them. Oh, which I that's uh, sick. cannot swinger. stand. Yeah. That is that is that is swinger behaviour. <laughs> Mixing flavours is absolute <laughs> swinger behaviour. <laughs> when we first moved to this house, what? Uh, we're in our basement now in London. When we first moved to this house, no, we met one of our neighbours, went to a party oh, at the neighbour's yeah. house, and then some of the other neighbours came in and they and they introduced themselves and said, "Oh, I'm so and so and so and so. We're swingers." And I totally believed them Rod until a few it. months ago when we've got to know them really well and they got really dry sense of humour. He's just but a that kid was their though. opening gambit. Oh, but for, great. for months we were like, <laughs> oh God, what are I we I believed them say? until, so that's three years we believed them. We maybe. even had a game plan for if they asked us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to get involved. Sean wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> that was the plan. Sean was going to do the samosas, weren't you? Sean was... <laughs> do you know what? Genuinely, this, this is making me really crave samosas. I know, I mean. Yeah. Should we order some samosas? Yeah. This morning's Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford. We all know who they are, right? I'm not sure who she is. I can't picture her. I think she's it's his um, wife. They work together. Anyway, they went to a sex party, but they were thrown out before anything happened. What did he do? I don't know if they were thrown out as in you to get out before anything happens. Yes. Or, right, let's read on. Uh, we were thrown out before anything happened. That's the main quote. This morning's Eamon Holmes and Ruth Langsford uh, at a sex party. Question mark. Now, that's not an image we ever expected to conjure up in our minds. This is the news report I'm reading. Apparently, though, it did once actually happen. That's according to the couple themselves. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Who revealed their NSFW experience. What's NSFW? Not safe oh, for work. Ah, uh, is that what it is? Yeah. What does that mean? It means that, it don't, like, if, you know, if you forward something a bit smutty, um, like, don't click on it in work in case your boss will, walks behind no. you. Oh, I see. I haven't had a job in long enough. <laughs> like, since the internet was around, I really haven't really worked, really. No. <laughs> anyway, Eamon Holmes made the surprising revelation while chatting about, uh, about it with guest Angela Griffin, who plays an organiser of high-class sex parties in Netflix's new thriller, White Lines. We should watch that. Mm. I assumed it... Oh, well, it probably is about cocaine. I assumed it was. I didn't realise it was about sex parties. <laughs> What's the White Lines for? Tans? Tan <laughs> We went to a sex party, Eamon mischief, mischievously. I can't never say that. Mischievously. Mischievously? Mischievously? Eamon mischievously chimed in. As Ruth chuckled, right, so they're on this morning. (laughs) Eamon Holmes goes, we went to a sex party. Mischievously, says it. Mischievously. As Ruth, his wife, chuckled, her husband went on, we were thrown out before anything happened. What? We went to the foreplay... Went... Have you read this through? No, of course not. I never read anything through <laughs> right. before, before we come down in the basement and put the mics on. It sounds like they went to the snack section. <laughs> and then Eamon's made a show of himself over some mini quiches. And they've clearly been asked to leave. He said something about David Icke. We will fit. <laughs> People are like, oh, can you get him out of here, please? Putting me right off. Eamon we Holmes were... was standing by a bowl of Bombay mix and he started yelling, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. And they were asked Look, to leave. 
Legally, we've got to be careful. I'm not sure that happened. (laughs) (laughs) He does say, let's stick to what he says. We were thrown out before anything happened. We went to the foreplay. We were filming for a series we were doing, and my wife, Ruth Langsford, said, get out of here before anything starts. Get out. Eamon also hinted, look look how, how, how obtuse is this? How cryptic is this? Eamon also hinted that a very familiar face was in attendance, and then it says, though he couldn't recognise them. What? I mean, that's an odd sentence, isn't it? That is an odd sentence. Look over there, that incredibly familiar face. I don't recognise it. They're in, surely they're in, like, attire, right? Ah, Kiri. Kiri, Kiri, Kiri. You know what the interesting thing was? Said Eamon. (laughs) (laughs) What? They were all wearing masks and things, and we were filming, Ah. he explained. The organisers came up to us as we were leaving and said, Oh, you can't mention who you saw here. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it sounds a bit Nessa. I know. Oh. oh. Was it in Cardiff? Oh. <laughs> oh. You can't mention who you saw here. I said, Oh, well, I didn't see anyone. Then they said, the organiser of the party, No, there's someone who works in TV who says you know them. You know them, and you've seen them here. No way. Ruth had a guess on who the mystery celebrity was, joking. Wow. Let's just what? leave that there. No, I can just look nobody at likes, it Nobody likes to stumble across their own name in print. <laughs> <laughs> Was it me? Yeah, it was. It was me all along. Of course, I was at the sex party with Damon Holmes. I mean, nothing happened. Just a bit of foreplay. I honestly, I had a samosa. I knocked somebody off and then I came straight home. (laughs) Story number two. Clever stray cat leads woman into shop and then points to the food he wants. <laughs> Got a picture of him here. He's in Mexico. Right? There he is. Look. I mean, oh. arguably, he's in a shop and he's re touching cat food. Show Kerry. Uh, oh, yeah. Show Kerry on the screen there. Kerry's joining us on uh, Skype or Zoom or whatever it is. Look, can you see can him there? That's very cute. It's so there cute. He is. Yeah, really cute. This uh, woman couldn't believe her eyes when a little stray cat in Mexico led her into a shop and pointed out pet food. Everyone knows the extreme. Have you got a cat, Kerry? I have got a cat, yeah. Have you? Yes, he's slightly obsessed with trying to um, kill everything that lives in our house or near our house. So yeah, and especially if it's endangered. So he's got he's got his eye on a red squirrel that's just joined us in the garden. No way, a red squirrel. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah, we've got one that started coming down to the bird feeder the other day, um, and we've also got a one-legged pheasant who comes. Uh, and then what happened is, <laughs> I tell you what. I, 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 can I put can I put a bit of money on who's going to go first? Fifty <laughs> <laughs> p on the pheasant. I got in there. I got in there before you did. Well, this actually fifty p. What am I about? Hundred quid. Fifty p. You're doing quite well, though. Huh? The squirrel. One legged pheasant. I'd been in there for sort of like five minutes. The the one legged pheasant has been coming up every day for months. Um, and the yeah, squirrel know, but fucking. He, but for the first few months, he was a two legged pheasant. <laughs> it, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <He> had, <laughs> 
Sorry. It's because they fight in spring and it hurt his leg. No and the, the squirrel came down and just immediately scissor kicked the pheasant in the head. And so the pheasant is now scared to come back into the garden in case the squirrel is there. What a weird... It's like the, the fox, the chicken and the grain, this. <laughs> squirrel, the cat and the one-legged pheasant. What was that again? The one-legged pheasant was near the bird feeder. The squirrel kicked him in the face. Scissor kick. What was the cat? Scissor kick. Yeah, it's really good. Was it really a scissor kick or have you sort of... Yeah, no, it was. I, I've got, I'll send you a kick. video after this. <laughs> what, of a scissor kick? Yeah, I promise you, it's definitely a scissor kick. Does he put his like front legs up yeah, in there? Yeah, he did, and he did the whole Lee. the crane oh, thing from uh, Karate Kid on one leg. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So can we get a picture of uh, that, that the, the squirrel scissor kick for, for, the, for the social media, for the you kids? Can, uh, you can get a whole video of it. Really? A whole video. Or do you a know what? Video. Someone, also, I, I, so I put it on the, up on my, the old social meds, and someone said, um, uh, do you know that grey squirrels don't exist on Anglesey? And I was like, fucking bullshit, because where I went to primary school was full of grey squirrels. Turns out, since 2013, they've eradicated them from the island. I think There's it was no like grey squirrels on Anglesey. No, there used to be loads, 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 yeah, loads, especially everywhere. near uh, in like Chansadon, where I went to school. There used to be absolutely loads, and um, and then what happened is they because obviously they're pests, they tried to get rid of them, and then as this was happening, apparently some disease swept through the grey squirrel population. <laughs> but that is what I would say if I was a squirrel eugenicist and I wanted to wipe out one strain. Um, and so, disease. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> how how did they wipe out the grey ones and not the red ones? They shot them. <laughs> Flipping out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how do you how do you get some sophisticated thing that can distinguish between the, the thing? Are they different species? What is it? What, are you just just have a look? Is it a grey or red? Grey it's grey. Bang. <laughs> Our garden was full of squirrels. We yeah. put up a nice uh, anti-squirrel feeder. Yeah. What we did was rather than blow their brains out with guns, what we did was put up a feeder that the squirrels can't use. It's brilliant, and I was going to recommend it to you, but I didn't realise that your local council had literally blown the shit out of the squirrels on the you island. You and your big London ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit more sophisticated, don't you? <laughs> we'll solve our problems with a gun up on Anglesey, thank you very much. <laughs> it's like the deep south where you live, isn't it? <laughs> Andy Askins, a comedian friend of ours, I saw a thing he put online the other day where he started building, I don't know what they are, squirrel tables, whatever those are, but to attract squirrels to his garden. He loves them. Why would you want to do that, though? I, got no, I don't know. Let's give him a ring. Barry, give Andy Askins a ring. Find out what the hell he's doing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Good. There he is. Hello. Hi, mate. Hi, Rod. How are you? How's your I am doing? all right. I saw, I saw a video that you'd posted that you'd. While comedy was, uh, well, there's a little bit of a lull in the comedy industry, I saw that you've been making squirrel tables. That's why we were ringing. Oh, squirrel tables, yeah. Um, tell us about the squirrel tables. Tell us Andy. about the squirrel tables. <laughs> All it was was Julie uh, saw one uh, online in America and she said, would you make me a squirrel table? And we, we've got a lovely little garden and there's lots of wildlife. So I, I thought I'd, uh, I'd see if I could attract the wildlife. So, yeah, I started making squirrel tables for my neighbours and stuff, and they all love them. Um, uh, <laughs> can, you, can you, just just for anybody that isn't quite sure what a squirrel table is? It's, you know, one of those benches you get outside of, of a country pub. It's just, yeah. it's, it's literally all attached together. So it's a miniature one of those, but it's, it's uh, you attach it to your fence, and the squirrels, if you get, I mean, if you get it right... <laughs> I mean, uh, they will sit at the, the picnic table and eat the nuts. But um, Hang on I, a minute. Hang on a minute. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. When you say it's like a picnic table at a pub, we've got one yes. in our garden. I know what you're talking about. It's got a seat yeah. and then the table part. And yeah. often a little hole for an umbrella. Are you telling me the squirrels will sit at the seat bit and <laughs> lean onto the table and eat off the table? They will. And do you know what's No! Re- do you know what's really... You won't believe this, but they actually... I don't put- believe it. Well, it's very rude, but they put their elbows on the table when they're eating. <laughs> no, I they swear don't. To God, I no, they to don't. Have, I caught two having an arm wrestle the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we lived on the Isle of Wight, they were very tame. We had red squirrels on the Isle of Wight, and you could actually hand feed them. You could literally hold your hand out and come and take the nuts. I, why do they need a table to sit at? They don't, it's just a bit of luxury, I mean... <laughs> I mean, some people said I was daft for making the, the, the hampers up for the badgers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, have you had any red squirrels come and use your tables? No, you don't see them on the mainland. Yeah, it's, I think you can, you can get five years in prison on the Isle of Wight if you're caught with a grey squirrel. Caught, caught doing what with a grey squirrel? What? If you, just holding well, if you're it. caught with a great, yeah, you don't have what, to do anything. Just, to, if you're caught just what, what? being with a great squirrel, you get five years out, in prison. Hanging out with it, taking it on what? the Isle of Wight. You're not allowed to take squirrels on the Isle oh, of Wight. I see. Yeah, oh, I see. honestly, honestly. Why I thought would... if you just got seen near one, you get yeah. five years in prison. <laughs> God, it's weird the Isle of Wight, isn't it? <laughs> it's fair, we don't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hounded out of the island, haven't you? You can hang <laughs> no, out with great squirrels as much as you want. So that's the second story, the cat who points at the cat food. Who, yes. uh, so cat that um, takes people into the shop and points at the cat food. Rosie would definitely do that. Uh, Rosie isn't capable of doing that. Of course she is. She's not. She tells me when she wants an egg. Rosie is <laughs> thick, thick as shit. I know. Right. I'm not saying she does so it intelligently. <laughs> but she does tell me when she wants an egg. Third story. Okay. She doesn't tell you that she wants an egg she specifically. She does eyes. <laughs> Oh, oh, hang on a minute. I want egg eyes. Rosie, our dog, yeah. tells you with her eyes yeah. that, that she, she wants, wants an egg. egg. Yeah. Egg eyes. I mean, like, egg you eyes. must have seen egg eyes. Come on. I think you're doing quite a lot of the work in this no, 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 no. in this communicative arrangement. No, I know. Well, so Rosie's doing. eyes, she looks at you and you go, She's oh, going, I want an egg. What's that? You want an egg? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want an egg. 
You know, there was a serial killer who thought a dog was telling him to do things. Really? Was there? Yeah. David Berkovich, son of Sam. He thought next door's Labrador was telling him to kill people. Yeah. And even that is much more likely. (laughs) (laughs) What? Than Rosie wanting an egg? I I think it's much more believable. You go, what's that? The Labrador's telling you to kill people. Then you go, what's that? (laughs) Your miniature Labradoodle is telling you she wants an egg. (laughs) It happens every day. (laughs) Honestly, we. I mean, we need to get you. What? Get you in as fast as we can. I think you need one, another one of your checks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Drake. Do you know who he is? Yes. Not the, uh, the Labrador. Labrador. No, I knew that. I knew that. We used to live on a street where there was a Labrador called Drake. I knew if I said Drake that you would think it was about him. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not him, oh, okay. the other one. Right. Rapper Drake sleeps on a mattress that costs 314 grand, 84 grand more than the average house in England. His lavish bed also includes a whiskey and champagne bar built into the headboard. I've got a new mattress coming tomorrow and I'm so excited Have about you? it. Have you? Have you? Yeah, big news, big news. Is it nice? Where, where's well, the mattress from? Um, it's a, I'm going to use a brand name. Um, it's a Simba mattress. Um, and oh, I've heard of them. Aren't they memory foam? Yeah, yeah, but they're a mix because I believe in jewel. Um, because memory foam just after a while go like a bowl, too hot. I think. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. And too it's hot. too hot. You get heat rash. Yeah. Um. So we've gone for that because they they let you have it for I think a year, and then if you don't like it, you can send it back. Jesus Christ! And then, then I mean, then my... you imagine how many people have had that mattress oh, you before you're buying send it. it back? <laughs> I know. I, first thing I'm going to do is get a blue light on that mattress and see what we're dealing with. <laughs> It's like a Jackson Pollock under that light. (laughs) On that note, I was just remembered that years ago, when uh, (laughs) I must have been a little bit harder up than I am now, I can remember a mate of mine who used to wet the bed. And uh, (laughs) this isn't as long ago as I would like it to be. I was probably in my 30s. (laughs) (laughs) But a mate of mine used to wet the bed like on a regular basis. Right. Because they were drunk or because they had blood problems. Yeah, yeah, because he was drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Every time he got drunk, he used to wet the bed. And his girlfriend made him throw the mattress out in the end. Right. In the end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't throw it out first first offence, do you? No. You let it dry and you put it outside. Maybe you, you do that. Anyway, this had gone on for a few years. Oh, God. And Get then, some plastic But sheets. it was a good quality mattress. Right. And it, and then I was round there when she finally lost it. And I went, I love that. Don't you throw that it. out. I love that. No. Dr- we slept on that. I had it for the next two years. We slept on that. In no, I don't house. think... Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, I, I thought it was before your time, that. No. Before wow, wow, wow. That's insane. Yeah. I'm amazed that you woke up the next day with all that ammonia knocking around in there. <laughs> you not really smell it, could you? headaches. Like a rat's cage. <laughs> I can't believe you made me sleep on a mattress that was just covered in someone else's wee. I didn't make you sleep on a mattress covered well, in somebody else's wee. Well, you didn't tell me. You didn't I tell I did me. tell you. What, when? At what point of the first well, I can't date? I give you the date, but did I, you t- go- I told you You can't give me the date. I said, by the way... <laughs> When we go to bed tonight, the mattress, it was, it was, it was on pallets. It was on those pallets you get out the back of a that, shop. I remember that. That I'd... wasn't the part of the uh, serenade. You did not go. By the way, I think I did. I when did we go you. to bed tonight, there will be <laughs> on other top of a someone else's urine. <laughs> Look, I was skint. 
I had a bed made out of pallets you weren't, the, that I got from the back of a shop. I was pretty skinned to that, but why else would I take a you friend's really piss-sodden mattress and use it as my own when they were binning it? You were, because you're insane. How much is the mattress? Forty nine ninety nine. A stranger's piss. It's what? For a, it's not a stranger. That doesn't make it any better. It does make it very better. What? His name is. <laughs> I've known him all my life since I was a kid, and he was at our wedding. You've met him. It's not a stranger's piss at all. It's quite a good friend's piss, actually. <laughs> oh well, that changes everything. <laughs> <It does. laughs> oh yeah, let's it go. Let's change. let's have an early night. <laughs> Drake sleeps on a three hundred and fourteen thousand pound mattress. Let's find out a bit more, shall we? The mattress is made by Swedish company. Something I can't read. Hastens. Hastens. Um, I mean, when I can't read, I don't want to get bet it wrong. You it's nice, Hastens. Though. What for three hundred and fourteen thousand? Yeah, it's got to be all right, isn't but it? What you? But like, what do you reckon it's like? Well, shall I read on? Yeah. The mattress is made by a Swedish company and Drake is the only person in the world to own the Grand Vividus mattress. That's the name of it. It took four people <laughs> 600 hours to carry it up the stairs. No. <laughs> He's not Rapunzel. <laughs> no, he lives in a really higher <laughs> flat. <laughs> They'd have a lift. Surely Drake... <laughs> You think he? Come on. You think he lives in a building with yeah. no no lift, <laughs> yeah. three hundred and fourteen grand no, mattress, yeah, <laughs> with six hundred people in brown coats trying to get it up the stairs. <laughs> the to you, to me, to you, to me, to you, to me. Um, it took four people. Oh, sorry, six hundred hours, not six hundred people. Yeah. I got that slightly wrong. <laughs> it took four people six hundred hours to make the horsehair mattress. Horsehair. That's kind of, I don't know, I'd be allergic to that. A 33-year-old Canadian, worth 120 million quid, is the only person in the world, I've said this once, to own the Grand Vividus model, which he says, and inverted commas, lets you float. Drake's extravagant sleeping arrangements were revealed in a feature for Architectural Digest. It says of the luxury bed, the headboard, accented with antique mirror and Chanel tufted leather encompasses a whiskey and champagne bar on the reverse side. The reverse side? On the back, yeah. So he sleeps with his bed out. <laughs> He's probably not like us, where you've got your bed jammed up against the wall <laughs> and down the back of it there's old tissues and Rosie's <laughs> balls of fur. Um, I'm just on the website looking at it now. Are you? Are you? Yeah. And, oh, we'll um, put a picture up of Drake's 314 grand mattress. Is it the bed and the mattress or just like? the mattress? It's a bed and and the bit underneath. What's that called? Divan base. A divan base, where, which seems you, to or me... It could be, or it could be slatted. Well, you keep, like, catalogues and shit. Well, yes, there's a handle on it, which <laughs> yeah. suggests Catalog. to me that, that there's, that's where he keeps his spare pillows and things like that. Yes. Or yeah. Christmas decorations. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, or, and cat- waiting, or catalogues. I mean, that's what all young boys keep under their mattresses: catalogues. It was in the seventies. <laughs> is yours the one you get in, getting delivered, Kerry? Is it quite? Is it quite pricey? Have you have you gone for like you know? Have you have you gone for? Have you splashed out? Put on it the this way: Have you taken it from someone's house who's been pissing in it for six years? Um, no, because that was you could have paid more for that, and we we didn't want to push out the boat too much. And I said, "You get me drunk enough, I'll piss on it myself." Um, <laughs> Uh, well, what we've done is I said we should go for the one that has the biggest discount and it's got a 10 year warranty. So That's I was like, well, great. this is fine. And you'll never is... you'll never use that. though. You'll never use that. I because what, what are you going to say? <laughs> what, but what circumstances would you take a mattress back? Um, well, you just I would happily phone 
Simba mattresses, other mattresses are available. Okay, I'll, and be, so... I'll be the customer services. Okay. Or I'll be the insurance company on your mattress Great. thing. Right? Bear in mind that, that insurance companies tend to tend to wriggle a bit. Okay. Um, hello, Simba mattresses. Hello there. Um, I'm calling up. I've had a Simba mattress for uh, around about nine and a half years now, um, and um, we've had it serviced. We've got a full service history with it, and it is a ten-year warranty. When you say warranty. you've had it serviced, <laughs> what do you mean? Um, so the Simba representatives sort of came over and checked that we were looking after it, um, and they said everything was okay. So we've had that signed right. off. Uh, we don't have any representatives who come out to people's houses and ask you if you've looked after it and checked that everything's okay. Then who has been sleeping with us two days a year for the past nine and a half years? I don't know. I think that's a question that you need to ask yourself, the people, other people in your household. But anybody in their right mind wouldn't let somebody into the house going, I've come to check your mattress. I'm from the mattress company. But he had a, he had a clipboard with a logo on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, they are. You can get them in Ryman's. <laughs> They're very sophisticated these days. Two on the days. internet and Ryman's will sort that out. So are you saying that... I'm happened? saying <laughs> that you're lying about having a representative from our mattress company coming out and checking your fucking mattress. No, this person is a victim of fraud. What person? This person on the phone. What, Gary? Yeah. How do we talk? How do we start talking about this? I don't know. You said you're getting a new mattress. Oh, yeah. oh yes, of course. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. oh, no straight. Oh, yeah. It's a non-story that we is just talked about for an hour. Ago? What? What was it about? Oh, it's Drake. 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 So, that's got to be the most expensive bed in there. Can you Google it? Can you have a look? Um, okay, hang on. No. Put expensive beds. <laughs> it's not, actually, because uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have got one for 750000 Pounds. Pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never... <laughs> 750 grand on a yeah. bed. yeah. I've never seen the Kardashians. No, I've never seen either. Oh, you know what we should call about this? Who? Bloody Shazia Mirza. Yeah? She did a show in Edinburgh called, um, uh, what about the Kardashians? Uh, carry on up the Kardashians. The Kardashians, uh, uh, some of Kardashians, Kardashians made, made me, do, me do, it. do it. The Kardashians made me do it. Yeah. Well, so- she'll know about the Kardashians' bed, surely. Give her a ring, Barry. Hi, Shazia. Hi, Shazia. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) Why we're calling you, Shazia? Apart from it's lovely to uh, see you. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I just agreed to it because I haven't seen anybody for weeks and I'm really bored. (laughs) What have you been doing then, Shazia? Who who have you been seeing? What have you been doing? Oh, I have been eating a lot. I have been getting fat, grey and hairy. I've had loads of Zoom calls and I had real difficulty uh, trying to cover my roots. Um, you know, like ran out of mascara, hair dye. <laughs> and then it got really desperate last week and I had to use shoe polish. <laughs> Have you really? It's did you not really? A joke. I had to I had to use shoe polish. What did you use? Kiwi? And I never I don't have shoe polish in the house. So I went to Sainsbury's and it was uh, lucky for me they had a special offer on uh, for three for a pound. <laughs> and I bought three <laughs> What have you got there, Kiwi? Look at that one. It's the one that buffs it. You know, that that old school... The thing is, they didn't have black, so I had to get cherry blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hang on a minute, Shazia. I don't know how I'm going to put this on. So I actually bought a shoe brush. 
<laughs> oh my word, you were holding up a selection of shoe products. It was really hot that day. Oh my and God. I was on a Zoom call and it started melting down my face. <laughs> How many cans have you got of shoe polish? It was like three for a pound and you got one extra. Yeah, most people would have just bought a pound's worth, I think. <laughs> the funny thing was, it was an interview with Mark Commode for um, the film, the, the film critic. Yeah. One of my favourite films. Yeah. So I'm sitting by this wallpaper with this shoe polish melting <laughs> down my face. And he's like, are you, are you okay there? Is everything... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, what? No. We had to are redo you... it. We had to redo the interview because my face really? was all cherry blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you get hair dye? Yeah. You went they'd out to out. buy this. They'd run out of hair dye. Nothing. They had blonde, but they had no other shades. And that L'Oreal spray that Eva Longoria keeps using. Hey, I tell you what, though, you said about Eva Longoria. I knew you were the right person to ring. I knew it. Because the story we're ringing you about, right? The story we're ringing you about is apparently Drake has got a £314,000 mattress. It would go well with your parents' wallpaper there. That would really... Come to Birmingham. You can get one on the street for free. <laughs> <laughs> you go down the streets in Birmingham. There's one on every corner. I don't know why people dispose of their mattresses on street corners, but Birmingham is full of it. Hey, listen, Drake's mattress is 314 grand, apparently, right? It's got a champagne bar, whiskey bar, all built into the headboard. Around the back. And I thought, oh, that's got to be the most expensive bed in the world. But I just Googled it and... Apparently, this is where you come in, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West spent 750000 on their bed. And I thought, who would know about this? You did a show about the Kardashians in Edinburgh. The thing is, Rod, the size of her arse. You do need, you do need, uh, uh, you do need a mattress that is going to contain that. <laughs> you can't go down Ikea and get your normal, you know, 199, 199 mattress. It won't take the size, it won't take the weight of the arse. I'm telling you. How many has she got through to get to this bed where she goes, yeah, I can sit on this without it actually warping? And like... She's banned from dreams. She's not allowed to test them. The front. The front of her house is just full of mattresses with arse shapes in them. <laughs> just like, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's didn't, you do a, didn't you do a show in Edinburgh about um, uh, the Kardash Kardashians? The uh, Kardashians made me do it. But it was actually about ISIS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I knew you were the right person to ring. I'll tell you what, I got some Kardashian fans in that were really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Oh, it's going to be about celebrity, and it was about ISIS. That's what it was about. I didn't. I should have checked. <laughs> you should have Gosh. checked. They should have checked because when the three girls from Bethnal Green went to go and join ISIS, they were taken into the government, and the government said, "Why have your daughters gone to join ISIS?" And the sister said, "I, I can't understand why she's gone. She used to watch the Kardashians." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh no! Oh, wow. that's, why, that's where Whoa. the title came from. I've never seen... Have you seen The Kardashians? No. Yeah, and I was watching it the other night on E! And actually, you know what? It can get quite interesting. <laughs> you mean you were watching it on E4 or, or you are on E? No. <laughs> e! There's yeah. E4. No oh. wonder you're enjoying it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm watching Big Brother tonight on E4. 
I'm is giving Rocky that. No, is Big Brother no. still on? Like, is it on? No, it's the best. It's the best twenty years. No. I really, when Listen, it first started, I loved Big Brother. I don't care. I am not being locked down in a house who are not really supposed to go anywhere, watching other people being locked down in a different house for an experiment. Oh come that, on, that's too much. You're such a snob, Rod. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Nor the Kardashians. Yeah, but that's. I've never, I've never seen. I'm a celebrity. Nor the Kardashians. Nor, nor Big Brother. Nor. Uh, no. Falcon Crest? Falcon Crest. There we go. That's so weird. Today I was watching repeats of Heart to Heart. <gasps> Bloody hell. Did you see yeah. Heart to Heart? Have you ever seen Heart to Heart? No. I really like Heart to Heart. <laughs> yeah. It was on really? Sony Channel 157, Jonathan and Jennifer Hart. And it was really good. Iconic opening as well with uh, with the, that's, that's Mr. Hart, a self-made millionaire. That's Mrs. Hart. She's beautiful. And when they met, it was murder. That was the beginning. Is that all she's described as? Beautiful. Yeah. No, yeah. She's, a, she's a woman who knows how to take care of herself. Right. And <laughs> like... What's that? She, really? she, she knows you shouldn't use shoe polish on your head. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find her in the cobblers doing her hair. <laughs> Right, I think that is all we've got time for. Thank you for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. Thanks to special guest Kiri pritchard McLean. Guys, we've had a proper laugh. Thank you very much for having me. And our producer, Barry Castagnola. And thank you to Shazia Mirza and Andy Askin. Don't forget, you can find us on social media, at The Froth Podcast, where you can contact us about anything. And there is extra froth at The Froth Podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe and to rate us at five stars if you want and just tell everyone you know. Exactly. Tell everyone you know if you enjoyed it. And tune in next week. The Froth is a Slanbobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.